Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaking motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adam. On today's episode, we're tipsy, we're drunk, we're having sex. We're talking about drunk sex, y'all. And with me, I have my friend, Sharita. How are you doing, beautiful? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, And with this episode, uh, since we are talking about um, drunk sex, I do want to uh, have that disclaimer out there for everybody. Uh, When it does come with consent, make sure that you do receive proper consent uh, in terms of legality. Uh, If you are drunk and you are having sex with someone that may vitiate their uh, consent, meaning that cancels their consent out. So do be careful about having sex with any individual that is under the influence. Now, in addition to consent, we also have to remember personal autonomy. Some people do enjoy having sex while drunk. And if that, if you just happen to be one of those people, just make sure that you are doing that with someone that you trust with your body and that you um, are making sure that everybody's boundaries are being respected in those moments. So do keep that in mind. And now with that note, let's get into some personal experiences of drunk sex. Sharita, you want to start us off? Yeah. So um, I've been to college and so I've definitely had quite a few experiences with drunk sex, um, high sex and things of that nature. I want to say probably my favorite type of sex when it comes to influences is shrooms or acid and um I wanted so well I think the last time I had that was last year and it was amazing like you can like so when you're on those things they like heighten these like senses and sometimes like you'll see more intense colors the feelings are more intense and it's just in usually you're like up a lot later so the last guy I was with we were like we started like at like seven and did not end until like I mean you know breaks in between uh until like 6 a.m whoa 
that's that's <laughs> that's a lot of fucking. I, I, I mean, there's breaks in between, of course. It's still a lot of fucking, but I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I understand a break. Get you some water, cause most definitely with um uh, acid, I, I hear that it does make you thirsty. Um, so I might as well go ahead and recharge. <laughs> get you some fucking water and get right back to it. There's a lot of fluids being uh, passed around. Is some juices and shit, probably some cum going everywhere, and you enjoying yourself. Oh yes, bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't necessarily. I know for me, I like drunk sex is okay, but I don't really like it all of the time because a lot of times when I'm like super drunk and having sex, I get like hangovers. I don't really like drink as much anymore. Um, so that's why I like to use like acid shrooms. It doesn't usually give you those like same type of hangovers that you would get with those things. So, mm. uh, I will. Uh, I've been hangover free since '93, and that's uh, when I was born. I have yet to experience a hangover, and I feel great about that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I will say I have had you know some very dehydrated days, if you want to count that within hangovers. But none of the headaches, uh, uh, adverse reactions to a lot of bright lights, none of that has ever happened, and I'm thankful for that, uh, which is also a great reason why I'm happy I don't drink as much as I used to, because I'm not trying to be in my 30s and experience my first hangover. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we are just not doing that shit. Um, but I know, like, my, uh, my first experience with drunk sex, I didn't like it. Um, and I was um, um, lucid enough to be able to, you know, articulate and everything. And it was a person I was comfortable with, of course. Um, but it was just like, the act of having sex i was just like uh this is not giving me what i thought it would be giving uh and that's one of the things that um i think might have impacted that uh, i might try it again with my regular i don't know i don't know that mofo be on all kinds of things but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I might give that a try um but it 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 didn't really make me feel in the moment now when I've tried uh, cross-faded sex, that was a little bit better. I had um, um, some liquor. Oh, it was bourbon that night. Oh, my God. It was some good shit, too. Uh, <laughs> I had, like, half a bottle. And I have a high tolerance, y'all, so that wasn't a, a lot. But um, that does not mean go out here drinking half a bottle trying to challenge Vernon. Don't do that. <laughs> um so I had half a bottle and somebody had some uh, weed. I, I don't know if it was my weed, my uh, roommate at the time, her weed, or if I had some leftover edibles. I don't know, but I had some kind of weed. And it, when that's mixed, uh, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and invite this mofo over because they've been deep into my DMs uh, lately. And we hooked up. I was saying from if i had to rate the sex one to ten it was a, it was it was a solid seven um well it might might be it's solid seven because i i um <laughs> i rounded up let's give it what it is a 6.5 6.6 somewhere within that range um and i i don't think i could do the crossfade anymore but being high having sex that shit was fun yeah that shit's fun i think with drunk sex is like 
it, sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's really bad. And mm-hmm. I think that's the issue, especially like for me, um, when I've been with guys and have drunk sex, like, and they're drunk, like sometimes they don't stay hard. Sometimes like they don't have the same stamina. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like it's hit or miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but high sex, like weed sex, I like that. Although sometimes I get really sleepy, and then I'm like, uh, I could go to sleep instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need something to keep me up. <laughs> I literally, there's this. Okay, so one time, <laughs> um, this girl, like we were both doing edibles or whatever, and she was about to go like down on me, and she fell asleep. <laughs> and I was like, hello, <laughs> are you sleeping? <laughs> I'm done. Okay, we just went to bed. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta know your limit before you start doing stuff like that. But re- I, I get you there. Like there was this one time. Uh, so this was after my first November. Um, in what was it? That was 2019. So I was on vacation from school. Um since it was December and I decided let me go travel I went to North Carolina and I was like let me just extend being a hoe a little bit longer since you know during the semester I can't hoe like I want to hoe um so in North Carolina I was on these apps um and someone hit me up wanting to you know have sex and I was like, okay, whatever. Let's let's go ahead and do this. And they were already high. They were, I think, I think he drank some stuff too. Uh, I think he had some liquor. And was like, oh well, we had sex once. That was already fun. And then after that, he was like, you know, I kind of just want to eat your ass. I was like. I'm game. Let's go ahead and do 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 the deal. And that was very pleasurable and whatnot. And they were just doing he was doing his thing and ended up falling asleep. And I'm just like, I was in the zone. I was feeling this. I was enjoying this. And then you go and fall asleep. You gonna do this? <laughs> like <laughs> why are you gonna do this? Like, fam. So uh after that, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like waking this mofo up. I'm just gonna go to sleep. And literally they just slept on my ass that entire night. <laughs> it, it was like, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> and and exactly. I don't think people talk enough about those awkward moments when you're when you're high or doing things like that because yeah, it's just kind of awkward. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. It's like we were we were we're we're in the groove. We was in the swing of things and here we are now. <laughs> At least I had one nut that night. <laughs> right, at least you got something. For me, I was just like, we were really about to get into it and everything. And then I was like, wow, all right now. I guess I'll just, <laughs> I guess I'll just go home. <laughs> Call somebody else. I don't really know what to do right now. <laughs> It's like, oh, most definitely. Oh, I can. Oh, it's so awkward whenever it's like uh, one of those uh, dead boat situations, like with their their front door. Oh, I've been in one of those. This was one random day in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I was on these apps being a hoe. And um, this was somebody I met on what Growler. Uh, And we were having conversations uh, for like, a good few days. I don't know how we even got into communication with each other because 
like I was only in Atlanta for like two days and we were talking before I even arrived but like um they uh invited me over whatever and we just chilled smoked a little bit drank wine uh watched this uh his sister's rabbit run around the house a little bit and just had great conversations sex was not really even up for discussion at that point because we were like originally that was the reason that we uh were meeting up but we ended up having a lot better conversation than anything so somehow end up getting drunk high went to cookout ate all this other stuff fell asleep woke up had sex that mofo went to sleep and i'm like oh my gosh i need to actually check out of my hotel room (laughs) 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 and i walked to the front door and i'm like okay i sent the message okay i left whatever and i looked at the door and i'm like there's only a deadbolt. I don't want to be that person that leaves this, um, walk out this house and leave it unlocked. Um, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? <laughs> like, I don't know this neighborhood like that. I don't know if somebody going to walk up in here or if the wind blows too hard and opens the fucking door. What the fuck am I to do? I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. If anything happens, <laughs> it was meant to be. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. fuck it if anything happens <laughs> it was meant to be i'm sorry dude <laughs> luckily um i think within the hour or so he woke up and locked the door but at that moment i was like i don't know what i'm supposed to do in this moment like yeah <laughs> yeah i've been in situations like that where like they have an alarm in their sleep and i'm like how do i do i just and like <laughs> i was over at this girl's house and like you know we did whatever she fell asleep and i was like okay well you know i'm but i was like well i'm, I'm ready to go home but like i don't want to wake you up it's three o'clock in the morning and so i'm like do i just like sit here and like wait do i like lay, lay in your bed with you do i like sit here and watch cartoons and lay on the couch i don't really know what i'm supposed to do here this is awkward and so i just like stayed there until like eight o'clock and then like she woke up and like let me out but i was like this is awkward i don't know the protocol we hadn't talked before about whether or not there wasn't any aftercare after the sex so i was like i don't know if i'm supposed to even be staying in your bed tonight or if i'm supposed to go on the couch i don't know Right. awkward <laughs> it's so awkward it's like we should we should have planned for this we should have planned for this but you know that's what happens where you're just doing things in the fucking moment you're just like <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she God. was like too drunk so i was just like i don't even know i'm supposed to i don't know oh god i i don't i like i have no recommendations of what to do in these moments y'all i really don't it's just it's going to be awkward it's it's just going to be awkward <laughs> <laughs> i guess looking back maybe you could have just woke them up and been like hey look i need you to let me out <laughs> but, like, you don't want to be rude <laughs> right and that's if they wake up Right, because when they're that drunk, like, or, you know, whatever, it's like, they're passed out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember there was this one time I was just drunk, just, um, just went out, had a good time, um, and I was with some friends uh, and got home, and I got a text saying, oh, you should come over. And I'm like, I just dropped y'all off. And now I'm getting this text to come over. I'm drunk. I should not be driving. And I was like, I'm not, I should not be risking my life for any pussy. I should not. I should not be doing that. So I text one of my best friends. And I was like, okay, this is what's going on. <laughs> I got this text message. They are telling me that I should come over. And I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know how to respond to this. Again, I'm drunk. Them. But you might, you know you want to go over there. <laughs> like, right. Why are you playing these fucking games? I'm like, you're no help in this moment. I'll talk to you later. I'll call my brother. <laughs> Because I'm trying to get somebody to tell me not to go over. Right. <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh, you need, you need to go on handy what you need to do, bro. I'm like, y'all just know. want me out here reckless. <laughs> right. I just told you I am fucking drunk. You are not a real friend. You are not a real brother. You don't care about my life. <laughs> so after that, I'm like, let me test my LB. Text him. I don't, I, I'm drunk. This is what's going on. I, I, what should I do? Rather than texting back, this mofo calls me, nigga, I'm drunk too. I might do the same shit. I'm like, <laughs> is everybody on this same shit tonight? And I ended up going over and it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to cut it short because one, the liquor started to kick in uh, a lot more than it was before I even got in my car. And I was like, I need to make it home. And I, you know, with the alcohol does what it does and it depresses you and you're just like, oh, I'm probably going to fall asleep sometime soon. And I don't want to. Sorry, I didn't want to. I did not want to be old girl. <laughs> no one wants to be in that situation. Just, I mean, luckily that was like a partner, so it was like not that awkward. But if this was like my first time, like, you know, like, it's so awkward. I don't know what to do. Right. So I was like, let me go home. Because one, I'm already a, a huge fan of delayed gratification. So I was like, I did enough to make you at least kind of want more. So let me just go ahead and head home <laughs> before I fall asleep in this moment. Um, but yeah. I would have just had to ask my friend to give me an Uber. Like, if you want this, like, you know, Uber me down there. Because... <laughs> That would have been the smart thing to do. See, that's why you can't be making some uh, tough decisions when you drunk people. Don't drink and drive, for one. Do not drink and drive. I should not have drove that night. <laughs> right. Please do not drink and drive. <laughs> like, we cannot be that reckless. Uber is here, y'all. Uber is here. Now, these Uber prices need to go the fuck back down. They screaming at me. 
Uh, I think the last time I had an Uber ride to go like three miles, it was thirty dollars. Uh, $30? Mm-hmm. Girl, thirty dollars to go three miles. I could have walked that shit. It might have taken me three hours, but uh... <laughs> it take you an hour. You could have made it. <laughs> True, it would have taken me an hour. I should have walked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how do you? How does whenever you are under the influence and having sex, how does that feel for you? Yeah, so it depends on the substance, of course. Um, I actually feel like, and this is why I rate, like, if I'm going to rank it, like, drunk sex is kind of lower. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, as I said before. But I feel sometimes it's kind of numbing for me. Mm, yes. So when I'm having, like, when I'm receiving oral, it takes a lot longer. Or even, like, penetration, I don't, it just feels a lot more numbing. So I don't like enjoy it as much or I don't like come as much. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm doing like marijuana, depends. Like if I'm super high, like I had an edible, like it's kind of numbing too. <laughs> and I get like super in my head. Um, but if it's just like I smoke just a little bit just to kind of calm me down because I do, I have anxiety. Um, it's, it's like perfect. Like just enough to calm me down and be like, all right, this is cool um and then as I said like shrooms and stuff like that it feels amazing because it's just like it intensifies everything like the littlest touch is like like amazing same thing with kind of molly but I don't recommend molly unless you know who you like first of all I don't like don't do drugs kids but <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I don't recommend like molly uh, or mdma unless you know who actual is like the dealer for that because it is always cut with something and I've had instances where me and this guy got some and we're like oh this is going to be great it was my first time doing molly and we're like oh yeah this is going to be great we're great it was cut it had to been cut with men it had to have been we were up for three days straight oh my yeah like not having sex like we were freaking out because we were up (laughs) so like this is not whatever this is not what it needs to be doing um, but I tried it again when I knew who actual, like the person who, who like the dealer for it. And it was really great too. Like it intensifies everything as well. Even like with music, cause I usually have sex with music, like that intensifies it. It's just really great. And you stay up a lot later for it. Mm-hmm. See for, for myself, um, like, like you said with, um, Alcohol is very numbing for me too. Like that's one of the reasons why I prefer not to be drunk and having sex is because I like to feel everything that's in the moment. Uh, And alcohol in general just makes me want to go to sleep. And I don't want to be in that space where I'm thinking about, okay, I need you to hurry up so I can just go to sleep. Uh, I like to be able to be pleased. I want to feel everything in the moment with that person. I want us to enjoy it together. And if I can't feel anything, I'm just like, why are we here? Um, Again, I still kind of want to try uh, try it again, but not necessarily with like liquor it's because I'm drinking a lot more wine these days. I want to see uh, if that will be a little bit different because, um, you know, some wines do make me feel sleepy, but the other ones just make me feel relaxed. So uh, see how those uh, how that uh, might 
play on my experience. And also, um, like, because I love margaritas and whatnot, bring in some tequila too. Let's do a tequila rice uh, wine mix. It's, it just has some fucking fun. Uh, <laughs> and um, then for uh, like marijuana, I say it's, 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 it. It does level me out. Uh, I can just do CBD and still enjoy the sexual experience. Uh, I don't re- necessarily need the THC, but if I did have the THC, I do get it in my head a little bit. But then I have to remember, dude, you're high. Um, enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy everything that's going on and just be in the moment. And that does help out oftentimes when I um, had sex with while high um definitely that one time i had sex and i had an edible girl that shit was that shit was lit <laughs> and uh, with that experience uh, this also happened in atlanta um they um the person i met up with bought um purchased the uber for me and everything and i was like yes just do you whatever <laughs> and it was great it was a really good um good time uh, i don't think i could try anything more than that um some of it is uh in fear but i also like to uh think about how all the like the certain drugs how they might impact my sex uh or even my body um uh, what are the negative uh effects of it this one of the reasons why i do not recommend anybody getting high on Percocets and having sex is don't do that that it's that's is it's not it's not it's not where you need to be uh that has a lot more um impact on your uh, physical body most stuff in your sex drive than most people actually think um so don't do that um <clears throat> and even uh well while we're on that associating uh certain drugs with sex all the time how that can even lessen your sexual experience too um because your body becomes um your body wants that drug in order for you to be stimulated too so that does happen sometimes too but you know yeah well i think that's that's a really good point like being mindful i know like in college most of my sexual experiences included alcohol right because mm-hmm. i mean that's just you're in college that's that's the experience there um, but being more mindful, it wasn't until afterwards that I started having sex that didn't include alcohol. And I didn't realize how much that that can have an impact, right? Mm-hmm. You think, oh, I'm just doing alcohol just to kind of lighten things up and lower inhibitions. And that's cool. But your body gets so conditioned to that. When, when you're in a situation where you don't have substances, it can like feel like your body won't even get as stimulated because it's so used to that, having that additional stimulus there. And I think that's something a lot of people don't really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And like, I know, like, if it comes to like acid, I, I want to know uh, all of the um, how it will impact me. And I also want to do certain drugs alone first, just so I can see how that experience is solo before I even bring another person in, regardless of how much I trust them. Uh, now, if you want to be there when I take acid, that's great. Just know that I don't want, if I'm saying, let's have sex, let's not have sex. (laughs) I just want to know what that experience is without the sex first, um, before I actually engage in it. That's like, um, I don't know how fun it is to be at the club if every time I go to the club, I'm drunk, right? 
So um, I, that's that's my mindset when it comes to initiating sex, in, including alcohol in that too, or other kind of drugs. And I think that's something like you, if you find yourself, even with that analogy you gave, but if you find yourself, the only time I'm going to the club is when I'm drunk, or the only time I'm having sex is when I'm on some sort of substance, I think you need to sit with that and process some of that, right? Mm. What is it? I understand like having fun, but what is it about me having sex? Why do I feel like, or why is it that I always, there isn't an instance where I haven't had sex without substances? Mm. Yes, do that deep dive into yourself, y'all. Yes. <laughs> because, I mean, like, if we talk about even your analogy of just, like, going to the club, for me, it wasn't until later that I realized I don't really like going to clubs. The only reason I went was because I was drunk and right. was able to kind of deal with all the other drunk people. But I don't don't like it. It's loud. It gives me a lot of anxiety. Child. Oh, I, I I prefer a bar any other kind of day. It can have uh, loud music, but I like places where I can sit and chill and possibly order some delicious ass wings. <laughs> like, like if I go to the club, I already know there's going to be drinks. There are going to be a lot of fucking people. It's going to be hot and muggy. Uh, like, yes, I lived for it back in the day. But like you said, most of the time I went, we were we were drunk. And yes, I went to the club sober a good bit of times, but those experiences was still fun. But when you go to the club drunk, it's it's completely different. You are tiring yourself out. You're in, you're out there. You you're in the ethos of all the excitement. So it's like it's a different vibe. But the older I got, the more I reflected on it, the more I was just like, yeah, I don't like this environment. It's, it was it was good at first. It was good when I was like 20, 22. I just um, um, got the permission to buy alcohol legally. That was great. But I think by the time I was 23, 24, I was just like, I like to chill and talk with my friends a lot more. But you don't really realize that. Or like, Sometimes there have been experiences sexually that I've had when I was drunk that I'm like, if I wasn't drunk, I probably wouldn't have done this. Mm. Not that I regret it. Most of most of my experiences, there's been some experience that I'm like, eh, kind of embarrassing. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, most, but not that I regret it, but it was like, I probably wouldn't have done this with this person. Mm. Right. Or you ever get those like, I'm horny, I'm drunk. Let me just hit up this person that I don't really want to talk to and want to fuck with. Yes. I know it's going to bring drama later, but you know what? Fuck it. Mm. But then later on, you're like, damn, I shouldn't have hit this person up. I don't even know why this person is here. Horny, horniness is worse than um, <laughs> the uh, in, 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 inhibition uh, hit that alcohol brings you. Well, now, mm-hmm. if you're drunk and horny, then it's just it's right. all it's just like, you just that's just bad decisions. <laughs> just bad decisions because there's been some times when I'm just like, oh, I'm super horny. I'm going through a fucking dry spell that I did not call upon for myself. And you know what? That one mofo who I was never going to hook up with, you looking sexy today. Like, <laughs> right. I definitely had those moments where I'm just like, this person's not attractive. I don't like them. But like, do I really have to see their face when they're giving me head? I don't really have to, right? Like, <laughs> like you know why you're coming over here. Just like, don't talk to me. Don't be nice. No kissing. Let's just. <laughs> 
Don't hit me up afterwards. Like, I don't want to provide you aftercare. This never happened. If I see you in the street, you didn't, this didn't happen. You don't know anything about this. We're just friends or acquaintances, and that's what it is. And that's what it is. Like, uh, horniness, that's, it's a bad drug. <laughs> it's a bad drug. That needs to be illegal. <laughs> that's a scheduled one drug. Horniness is a scheduled one drug. We don't need that. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for some sex questions? Yeah. All right. So. Uh, okay, this said bossy, and I read it as bussy. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> do you like being bossy in bed, or would you prefer to be ordered around? I like being bossy. Oh, oh you are a brat. You are a brat. <laughs> um, I know for myself, I don't mind being bossy. I want to be bossy enough until you um, get the... Uh, the cojones, the uh, the spirit within you to order me around. Mm. That's that switch in me, girl. I think I can do that. I can be like that too. Like it's like if I know you're super aggressive or something, but I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I'm gonna talk back all the whole time, and like you're not gonna do anything. And then if you like pick me up and like grab me, like obviously you consent. Um, I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but really though because i don't mind you know communicating with my sexual partners about you know what i like and um uh you know telling them what to do but sometimes i'm just like i kind of want you to take control of this situation because i don't want to tell people what to do all the time like that's that's the one thing like even when it comes to a relationship i don't want a partner where i have to tell them what to do all the time i don't want to be the person who has to like be like okay do you mind doing this do you mind doing that can you fix this like i don't want to have to be that person who has to constantly check in i like people who just take action so if you're um like that in our relationship, I also want that within um, the space of uh, the bedroom. I like somebody who takes action. And until you get to that point, uh, I'm, I'm going to be the bossy motherfucker in the room and I'm going to enjoy it. And you're just going to be like, I guess, <laughs> until, <laughs> until you um, boss the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do like both. I mean, but I also like being like, you're going to do this. You're going to do this this way because this is how I like it and I don't care. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, looks like I got rid of all the X-rated uh, cards. So now we're going up to double X. Look at that. It's special. Mm. Okay. Okay, I can't ask this question because um, this is asking for your phone number. Um, oh, we, we not we not. What game that is this? Is this a game? It is a, it is a game. They have another one coming out that's a little bit naughtier. Uh, this is what it's called. Uh, let me do it this way. Hundred questions. Mm-hmm. X. Yeah, go ahead and get it. Go X ahead party, I have you know. 100... <laughs> <laughs> I it's coming out. Maybe I can have a little kickback with it. Okay. Look, mine as well. <laughs> So, have you been with or considered having sex with the person uh, significantly older or younger than yourself? Not significantly. I haven't. I would. I wouldn't mind it. Mm. Not significantly younger. 
because I'm only 30. I don't know. That still feels a little weird, but older, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I will say uh, I have had uh, sex with someone younger. Um, like I'm 29, and they were like 21, 22. Um, I really, ha- I, I don't ever have sex with anybody younger than 21. Um, if you can't drink, you shouldn't be sniffing around here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have had sex with someone that was twice my age before. Um, this was like in my earlier 20s. Uh, and I think they were like 50 something. Uh, it was it was actually pretty, it was pretty fun. I'm not even gonna lie. That was some good sex. Uh, that made me think uh, think about things differently. I was like, well... Hmm. If this is what y'all bring in. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will be open to it. Um, I tend to get hit on by a lot of people who were a lot younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just never, I don't know, just never explored it. Mm. Look, I, I'd be upfront with these um uh youngins. I just like you're you're barking up the wrong tree this it's not going to be a relationship out of this uh and, and also in terms of sex there's not much that you can offer but hey it, if we could try it <laughs> once <laughs> like, <laughs> like it is what it is um, oh actually you know what i did i i messed with someone who was like seven years younger than me i don't know if that's oh, right last year. yeah He's 23 and I was 29. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like something within the 20s. It's like, it's just sexual exploration. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, if you're in your 20s, you're exploring your sexuality and you're just trying to enjoy yourself and learn more about yourself. And I just be like, do whatever, whatever you do, as long as it's consensual. I'm not in your bedroom, so I can't judge. Um, let's see. Have you ever cheated or been cheated on? If yes, what circumstances led to it, and how important is if, uh, how important is fidelity to you? Um, I haven't been cheated on that I know of, and no, I've never really cheated on anyone. Um, I will say that like I've also dated Polly, so like that was a whole conversation. Like they have had sex with other people, but that was something I was aware of. Um, and what's the second question? Uh, how important is uh, well yeah how important is fidelity to you I I don't think fidelity is that important I think kind of going back to something we've talked about before it's just being able to kind of communicate your boundaries communicate what you want in that relationship Um, because I'm not strictly monogamous I mean I've been in monogamous relationships I've been in poly relationships I'm open to people having sex with other people or flirting with other people or anything of that nature. It's just being able to communicate, hey, this is a new person that I'm talking to or this is what's going on, whatever works for that relationship. Mm, yes, I like that. I'm, I'm on the same um, boat on that one. Um, but for, I, I haven't ever cheated on anybody because um, I prefer to communicate my uh, needs before I even do anything. Um, and I have been cheated on before, which was crazy because that same partner, um, I let them know if you ever want to explore uh, outside people, just communicate with me and the more than likely the answer will be yes. And they just chose not to tell me anything. Um, and the, I don't know exactly what the circumstances were that led to um to them cheating um 
at all. Um, but I say in terms of fidelity, I'm with you. Uh, it's, it's, I don't really put too much stock in fidelity. Uh, I rather just have that communi- uh, communication with my partner about, hey, what's going on? What are you uh, looking for with this other person? Um, are you trying to be more romantic with them? Is it just going to be sex? Um, are, are you thinking about breaking up? What, what What's going on? Whatever it is, if it's fits your needs it is what it is because i'm not going to force any person to actually be with me um now are are you just exploring who you are all the you know all the questions but just have those conversations with my partner uh, and another thing is i really don't like it when people say i'm looking for someone who's loyal because whenever i see that like on an online dating profile i'll always ask them what does loyalty look like for you what does that mean and uh, people are just like the responses be varying but a lot of them is all about um the the concept of not cheating essentially or uh, i put them first and i'm just like okay so uh, is this about control like what my definition of loyalty doesn't necessarily fit what you your definition is and i honestly don't want loyalty in my relationship i just want communication and trust yeah Uh, when i see that it kind of gives me like red flag that this person's probably been cheated on and Mm. this is why they're putting this kind of out there now and um so i'm always kind of curious about what loyalty i mean respect what does respect mean that varies from Mm. person to person too and you know it's kind of funny because even though I've never been cheated on no one's ever been cheated on me a lot of the people I've dated I find out later they were cheating on their significant other with me Mm. and so it's just kind of like I don't know like that whole idea of like being loyal or this whole whole idea of like fidelity that doesn't matter just communicate like Mm. you know we talk about our boundaries talk about what we want or what we don't want and that's okay. Yeah. Okay, other woman. I can't even judge because I've been the other man in plenty of uh, situations. So some of these times, most of these times, it'd be like, I didn't even know. Like, dang, you should have gave me, like, you didn't even communicate that with me. You should have gave me the option to decide whether or not I wanted to be a part of this. Right. Now you got this girl blowing up my phone like I did something. Look, like, just let a motherfucker know. Like, if, if, okay, this is going back to horniness is hell of a drug. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me know. Give me the option because, you, and then they'll be like, oh, well, I didn't know when the right time. We've been hooking up for the past four months. When was the right time? <laughs> like, right. Communicate that with me. Because I, I, I will be honest, I've, there's been situations where I knew that the person was either married or um, uh, in a relationship. But, you know, it was like, I have no loyalty to that person who's in your relationship. It's you. And I'm horny in this moment. So you're fitting the need. So mine as well. But there's also been situations where somebody might hit me up who most definitely married. There's a lot of married men on these apps, y'all. There's a lot. And it's... it's um, not to say that everyone that hit me up is either bi, queer, or anywhere on the LGBTQ spectrum. Spectrum. Some of them just want something new, and so they're on these dating apps. But like, 
I would actually have conversations with them like, okay, so why exactly are you looking to cheat on your partner? Like, what's what's the reason? Um, oh, y'all have issues? Okay, are y'all even communicating with those issues? Like, talk to your partner. Like, there's there was a point uh, when I was talk, chatting with somebody and I was just like, we're not going to hook up. One, you're not even willing to send a face pic to me. So, I like, <laughs> I'm not going to visit you or anything like that uh, but kept going on and on and on and this is somebody who was uh, married at the time uh, I don't know if they broke up or what but got to a point I was like you know what I have a resource for you and I literally sent them uh, my book uh, <laughs> it was like why don't you read this there's a section in there that's talking about a situation that you're in right now that will help you learn how to communicate with your partner because that's what you need to do you need to sit down talk to them about how you're feeling what is uh, needed within your relationship what is lacking within your relationship how you can be better and how they can be better so that both of y'all can improve your relationship because you don't like you're in a whole marriage you have access to the sex that you're saying that you want do it do the work that you need to do but of course that person was like uh no i just want to you know spend some time with you what all these other motherfuckers on this app <laughs> yeah it'd be a lot or even like the idea of like loyal putting that person first like you will never be first. I'm always first in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yes. have to put me first. <laughs> yes. Amen. And, you know, some people don't understand that concept. I'm, I I am with you because I will put myself uh, first because I want to make sure I'm whole. Like, I can't show up for you and I'm broken. I just cannot. Like, I cannot put you above me because if I put you above me, that means I'm saying myself less than and I cannot do that. I cannot put myself in that space to be less than anymore right and like I know like I've had some couples that I've worked with and the guy was like well you know I, I'll test her sometimes to see if she has unconditional love and you know if I was homeless would she be with me and and I'm like you know there's always conditions to anything now yeah. her emotions for you may still be like if you were homeless she would still have feelings for you but her being in a relationship with you that is conditional and if she doesn't want to be homeless in a cardboard box with whatever test you just gave her, she has a choice to not do that, regardless of how much she loves you. Mm, yes, yes. Because I'd be like, um, so I have an option to not be in a cardboard box. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love is great and everything. But listen. <laughs> Look, like, I, I love you, but I have a secure space. You can join me in this space, but I'm not going out there in that cardboard box if I have a roof over my head. Love you. I want happiness for you. But at this moment, I'm sorry. Like, either you stay here <laughs> with this roof over our head, with this comfort that we are in, or you just go to your cardboard box. You, you chose that. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, feelings, you can't control your feelings to an extent, but the relationship, the title of the relationship, how you treat someone, that is based off of conditions. Mm-hmm. Whew, child. This is why you are a licensed marriage and family therapist, because you, you get these motherfuckers right, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be sex therapist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, might as well plug that. Um, hopefully by this point, while we're, well, by this point, um, 
you might actually be able to have meetings with Sharita if you're within Georgia. Are you doing telehealth as well? Yes, I do telehealth. I primarily do telehealth. Yes. So if you if you got the funds, you got the insurance, or uh, I'm sure you work on a sliding scale as well. Mm-hmm. You might you might want you might look out by hitting up Sharita. I'll make sure I have her information for everybody who might need some therapy because therapy is important, y'all. It is extremely important. Take care of your mental health. So Sharita, on that note, do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience? Actually, this time I don't. I don't have any last words today. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I got you, nonetheless. Um, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I love you so dearly. You're a blessing. You're beautiful. You're just all around amazing. Uh, to the audience, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Loki podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectation of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.